This is Podflix, episode 190. I'm Paul. I'm, I'm Nish. Willie. Oh. <laughs> Bringing a little different energy tonight, guys. How are you guys doing? It's like the, the, the cool NPR. Gas. That's right. <laughs> or, or it's like a male version of Delilah. <laughs> Paul, why so? Delilah? Yeah, you remember Delilah. <laughs> like a, like the radio person? The one that, what's it like in New York City? Yeah. You're, you're a thousand miles away? Yes, exactly. That that Delilah. Paul, why so mellow like you guys? You know, it's just it's just the energy in the room right now. You know, we, we watched we watched Moon Knight. We watched all six episodes of Moon Knight. It's it's you know, I think we can all agree that show's got a real chill vibe. <laughs> just, just, just mellow all the way. Just kick back. Yep. Yeah. And then about ten Take, minutes of your other personality will kick in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, I, well, I may be the only person with a worse British accent than Oscar Isaac had. Um, so, but I won't subject you guys to any of that stuff. Please do, please. Yes. Just give me one. Um, give me one, Governor. <laughs> <laughs> whenever, I, whenever um, my daughter wants to play, um, and we have to like play dolls or whatever, um, or stuffed animals. I always want to put on a voice for the people I'm controlling. And she always gets so mad at me. Oh, really? And she's like, no, use your normal voice. Um, and and then if I like try to say something or whatever, she's like, dad, just talk the way you always talk. She's <laughs> like, it really annoys me when you don't do that. Really? She doesn't like your fake voices? No, she doesn't like my fake voices. Like, it's do that sometimes. And then other times they don't. Like, I, I use a English accent when I read Harry Potter to them. And I feel like, really? yeah, I can't do it any other way. Like, it feels weird <laughs> if I'm reading normally. Like, it, you got to put up. But it's not, it, it is not the Stephen Grant English accent, because that would be really weird. It's like a, the posh British accent. Hold on. I can, uh, I can give you a sample. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 please. Yeah, please. I got a paragraph. I, I, I have to do it from the, exactly. Uh, get to the beginning of a chapter. You got to pull that from straight from the source. Sure. <clears throat> See how this goes. Harry spent a lot of time over the next few days dodging out of sight whenever he saw Gilderoy Lockhart coming down a corridor. Harder to avoid was Colin Creevy, who seemed to have memorized Harry's timetable. Nothing seemed to give Colin a bigger thrill than to see, All right, Harry, six or seven times a day and hear, Hello, Colin, back. However exasperated Harry sounded when he said it. You know, there two things. Number one, you definitely should should be a narrator. <laughs> You're really good. That was at that. outstanding. But yeah. number two, if David Attenborough ever needs a sub, you're right in there. I um at at uh at work, you know, the 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 people who work for me, one of the things they do is they do like, you know, uh training classes and stuff like that. And so we you know do walkthroughs of some of the stuff they have to do. And we did one recently and in lieu of actual participants you know the person who was doing the walkthrough called on me to like read something on the slide and i read it in that accent and i also got called out as being sounding like richard attenborough what did i say david attenborough or sorry no no no, sorry david attenborough you were right i was wrong david attenborough richard attenborough would have been like oh mom look at the fleas look at the fleas (laughs) (laughs) my favorite my favorite richard attenborough quote that in no that's push, little one push <laughs> when the raptor egg is hatching yeah well, maybe my kid was on something because that that voice was way better than any of the ones i ever wow, do wonderful. so <laughs> all of my accents always slide into schwarzenegger at some point nice. well, I, can, I can start off british and i end up with get through the chopper <laughs> it's a good accent to end up on i always seem to end up as, as a a horrible parody of the Queen's accent. <laughs> Eventually, I'm just a hello. You know, basically, basically like Mrs. Doubtfire. That's right. <laughs> There's a lot of Mrs. Doubtfire in there. Julia Childs. <laughs> yeah, no exactly. doubt about it. 
<laughs> now I know why she doesn't want you to read like that. I'm like, for the love of God, just normal voice. <laughs> you were killing me, Dad. <laughs> I have a deep roster from the Queen to Mrs. Doubtfire to Julia Child. <laughs> I can do it all. Uh, speaking of people who can do it all, Oscar Isaac. Ha, look at that transition. Well done. Um, you're, you're a professional. Stars in, in, I was going to say the movie we watched would have been a very long movie, um, but the short TV show we watched, uh, Moon Knight. Um, and before we start talking about it, I wanted to ask you guys, um, as, as the MCU starts to dig deeper into, the, into their bag of tricks and potentially start to reach the bottom, have you guys, had you guys heard of Moon Knight or did you guys know anything about this character prior to this? Hard no for me. Yeah, I, I only knew what I knew once they had announced it and like gave and like most announcements gave a little quick synopsis of like who he was. But nope. How about you? Nothing other than that. My only connection to Moon Knight was about two years ago. I was listening to a, 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 somebody give an interview about the MCU and, and they asked him like, well, what would you like to see? And he's like, I, I always loved this like crazy comic book called Moon Knight who was kind of like mentally unstable Batman and and he was like but they'll like it would be impossible to make it to a movie you know and like they'll never do that and and then and I keep thinking about that when they announced that they were actually making Moon Knight um and that it was coming out and it was quite uh it was really quite different I thought uh, on a whole um and the thing that really struck me about it like the the one of the first things that struck me about it is and I don't know if, if, if this struck you guys too, but how disconnected from the MCU it felt. Like, oh yeah, totally. It the first thing in a long time was just like you didn't have to know anything about the MCU to watch this show, right? It no, felt that... jarring. There was like one or two times the entire series where something mentions the MCU in some small way. Maybe only one. Like like the one I remember is when, um in in the uh when they meet to wear it towards the end a fifth episode maybe or sixth episode it's somewhere around there um and she mentions about the afterlife and she says well it's uh, an afterlife not the afterlife and she said there are many i forget what she says but then she mentions the ancestral plane which is the uh the afterlife of black panther the, the wakanda afterlife uh, but like I but like yeah i mean it like goes so fast you would miss it you know and then Maybe there's one other thing where that mentions something very obliquely like that. But yeah, I agree. Like, it's like you did not like very different from most MCU properties, especially nowadays, where it's like they're expecting you to have watched everything and like they're going to reference all kinds of things and things that happened in, you know, different series or movies. And you have to just be following along. And this was like, yeah, you can totally come in cold to this. You know, it made me think, where the fuck are these fucking Eternals? It made me hate the Eternals even more. <laughs> really hated that movie. I know. <laughs> I mean, it's this fair. guy, this god, is on Earth and killing half of humanity. Like, where the hell are you, Angelina Jolie? Get in there! <laughs> it is kind of crazy as they go into like more, as they, like the MCU in general goes into like more ancient stuff is real. It like it really makes like ancient times pretty wacky if you think about oh, it like yeah. between like the eternals are you know all that stuff is real like the egyptian gods are real magic is real like all these things are real um and it makes you think like man things must have just been buck wild <laughs> um back then because everything was actually happening and and it must have been pretty crazy um so yeah so this so this show i I'm not sure what the best way to approach it is, but um, maybe we can, um, as, as kind of a, like a little framing, maybe we could, because we seem to do this all the time. Anyway, we could talk about some general overall thoughts and then we can dive into some specifics because I, I think that might be helpful. And I have to say, for me, um, I mostly like this show. Um, there's a few things that kind of didn't work for me and, and felt kind of weird. Um, but on, I liked it more than I didn't like it. Um, and I think that a lot of that came down to Oscar Isaac specifically. Like, he has a lot of work to do in this show um, and does it pretty well, I thought. 
I yeah. was I was oh, into good. the first. Sorry, Nish. Um, no, I ahead. was really into the first three episodes, and then midway through episode four, I believe, is when he kind of when he dies. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Does he? I don't know. <laughs> you know that's where it's, that's where it starts to get like, what the fuck is happening right now? I got yanked out, and I also like I don't know. I'm I'm just not a big fan of Egyptian history types of god things going on there and the, the deeper that i like the show just it started lightly there and just started getting deeper and deep. the more the deeper it got the, the, the less into the show i got that's just the general overall feeling i'm sure we'll dive in deeper i um i pretty much agree with everything you said paul although i will also say that like the section that you mentioned willie is one that like i same simultaneously had quite a few issues with and then other parts of that same section were maybe my favorite parts of the show. So hmm. it's kind of interesting, like around that time. Um, yeah. So I, I have very mixed feelings. Well, I mean, you know, just getting into it without totally getting into it. It's like I found the whole psych ward setup very confusing as to like what it was really supposed to be because it kept shifting a little bit. And maybe I'm, I just wasn't getting something. On I the other it hand, twice, dude, it's it, they intentionally made it really right. unclear. Right. On, on the other hand, like, you know, the 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 episode five, you know, basically the 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 reveal of, you know, how, you know, who Steven really is and who, to Mark and so on and so forth was maybe my favorite part of the series. It was unbelievably well. good, but that, yeah. that's basically just Oscar Isaac carrying. Yes, it is. And, and, and that's a part I definitely agree with what you said, Paul, where it's like, I I mean, Oscar, you can't talk about the show without starting with Oscar Isaac, easily the best part of the show. Like he's he's just really 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 fucking good in this, and yeah, yeah. he totally is, yeah. and, and like absolutely like pulls off like two different characters. Yeah, um, how do you think he does that? Do you think he acted all the parts of Mark and then like took up a break and then came back and did all the parts of Steven? or do you think he was just he couldn't have being, totally done that? Just I feel flipping, like flipping 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 all the time. Unbelievable the way he right like. There, there's at least one scene right towards the end where he's going in and out, like in the in the same shot in the same scene where he's going. From yeah, the center. last the last psych ward scene. Right. He's like moving back and forth. Yeah, between yeah. The two when he's talking sentence to, to, sentence. to. Yeah, to uh, not not a I guess what like put together Ethan Hawke as opposed to <laughs> Dr. Harrow as opposed to the uh, crazy man Harrow. Crazy uh, glass in the sandals. Yeah. Arrow. I know we'll get to him, but yeah, I just want to know. You know, he's the second best part of the show. I think. I think. I to me, Ethan Hawke also did a great job. Can I tell a quick? Can, can I just go on a quick tangent about about um, Moon Knight and and a story about my dad? Okay. Sure. Uh, I went out to Arizona to visit them, and uh, I got a call like two weeks later. My dad was like, "Hey, you're out here. Did you watch a show called Moon Knight?" And I said, well, watch it there or watch it on the plane. And he said, yeah. Every time I turn on my computer, the cable company is saying, you illegally downloaded these shows at 2 a.m. Like Moon Knight? Well, you know, you can download things on your iPad, but they're, you know, on the iPad, it's just a USB-C connector. So I couldn't connect multiple headphones and Penny and I want to watch it together. So I went on the good old internet video store and, got a copy of the first two episodes and uh, used you did it was, so, so, used, so this is actually true splitter <laughs> my dad was like calling was like i'm 70 years old i don't know how to do any of this stuff leave me alone <laughs> it's like my cable company's harassing me i'm like just read to me the thing that it says and it basically is like i agree that i won't illegally download movies ever again i'm like just agree to that and, and plead ignorance <laughs> don't worry dad i'll visit you in jail yeah. for <laughs> downloading moon Knight. <laughs> Cut that part out, by the way. <laughs> now that you're editing, Paul, cut, cut, cut it, cut it, cut it. <laughs> Christ, Willie, you wouldn't download a car. Is that is that how that old yep. anti-piracy thing goes? Yep, right. Um. Well, I'm sufficiently derailed. Um, yes. So we were talking about um, as we always seem to start with the performances. Right. Yeah. Oscar Isaac was great. Ethan Hawke was great. I thought that. Um, I thought his there's a lot left unsaid. I think about his character. Yes. Um, that 
that you don't need really to know, but he, he um, talks. Yeah, yeah. Like he has a pretty extensive backstory that he kind of like talks about a little bit and and kind of doesn't, and you have to like infer certain things. And and, and, and the one thing left unsaid, which I don't know how I feel about it, like meaning like. I don't think it would have hurt to know, but like I also feel like I am okay with it not. And you can let me know if I'm wrong about this, but like he definitely mentions in like a brief way and kind of mentions about like like he definitely mentions about how he became disillusioned with Kanchu as is like as the previous avatar. And he sorta mentions about why he's like working to 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 free Amit now. Like with, mm. because of like the difference in how they approach justice, but I don't know, like, that's still a pretty big leap to make. Like, it feels like there's more there as to, like, like really, that's all it took, and, like, now you're going to, like, you want to release this, like, horrible... Like, how did you, like, become this weird cultish true believer, exactly? Like, it feels like a little bit of a a leap that, like, I don't know. What the fuck yeah, is I did, the glass I, in his shoes, too? What's up with that? <laughs> he, he can handle it. His feet must be really tough because he didn't show a single sign of even noticing that. That's how they that open this. That's how they open the show. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Just put. Uh, is that is that the only time they show it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, but they they play the jingle jangle whenever he's walking, uh, so you can right spurs and then, like uh, Batman. Right, and then they have yeah. his, his feet bleeding at the end in the psych ward. Right, because that because because Doctor Version doesn't have the tough feet. Right. <laughs> um, Delicate feet. That's not those are those yeah. aren't working feet. Those are city feet. <laughs> <laughs> I think if you had city feet, they'd have to be tough, oh, right? No, I mean, like city feet versus country feet. That's so, sort of, gotcha. some of the grossest feet I've ever seen are walking around barefoot in the city. <laughs> it's fair enough. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I. I agree with you, Dish. I kind of was, was kept expecting to get like a, um, like an Ethan Hawke backstory episode. Yeah, you know, or like, like, or like, like they often do, right? Or, or at least like maybe like a cold open for one of the episodes that it's like this is like yeah. what happened with Ethan Hawke. Like I'm thinking like similar to like uh, in WandaVision when you found out who that Agnes was really Agatha Harkness, and then the next episode you had that cold open like when she's like young and like her her like mom and like all the other witches try to like kill her. Like something like right. that. Right. Yeah, I was totally expecting something like that to happen. I have so many questions. Can I just start picking apart some questions about Mark Stephen, Jacob, sure. Jacob Lockley? Like, Mark has a job at a museum. Sorry, Stephen has a job nope. at a museum. Yes. Yep. For real? Yes. And yes. the days he just doesn't show up to work because, you know, Mark took over the body for a hot minute. He just like. He's only, he's only had the job. I, I, I think what you realize at the end, right, is that. Stevens probably only had that job for about a month, maybe two at the most, because Stevens only really been a thing on his own since that moment after the funeral or, or after the, the Shiva when when yeah. when they their lives start bleeding into each other, which he mm -hmm. says is two months ago. So it's oh. only been for that period of time that Stevens kind of been his own thing, like where Mark isn't aware of him, I think, like completely. I think. Why yeah. did, like, and then when did when did Mark hide the fucking phone in the in the wall? And how did that all happen? Well, they they kind of like hint pretty strongly that essentially like Mark comes out at night and and does stuff, right? Um, which is why he's exhausted all the time. Yeah, which is why yeah, Stephen's always tired and not sleeping, and so he's he's doing all of that stuff. Um, and I kind of get the impression that like. At, at that point, for those like two months or whatever, like Mark is more than happy to hide and, and be low key and, you know, be behind the scenes and doesn't particularly want to be out in front and have any intention on him. So he's this is like Mark's London vacation. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> Let's go kill some bad yeah. guys in London. Yeah. We're, 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 kind of we, we are 100% convinced. That this isn't all in Mark's head, yeah. and that he's not just this is the 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 more believable thing is Egyptian gods, and not he's in a mental institution. Well, it is the MCU. I mean, when when they went to the when they went to the mental institution, the thing like it's such a sci-fi trope to be like to have like the episode of the show where it's like the person's in the mental hospital, and that seems oh. 
what do you think is more likely that you're like here and you sure. had a mental break or that you live this fantastical life where you're like you're in space or whatever it is you know for the particular series and then at the end they you know they always have to make the choice of like which world do you want to live in um space and then, the, and then they're like depending on the show right they either they either imply that like yes they're they did the right thing or like sometimes they'll leave it a little ambiguous and or, when yeah. they when they did that with um moon knight <laughs> yeah i don't even know what to call it like when he gets shot and and he wakes up in the psych ward i was like oh please like don't do this like this is such a thing i've seen like so many times yeah and it seems like that's what they're gonna do and then they they don't and i think i think they make it pretty clear well to the way that i read it is like like that is um pretty clearly happening in his head and he's like making the conscious decision to not live that way like shut down in his head and like especially at the end where he's like no i'm gonna be a superhero like it's it's him choosing like not to do the safe thing and like actually like live in the world and and kind of deal with it and that was that was my read of episode was super confusing because there was time for okay i got it this is just he goes here when he needs to work shit out in his head and then he goes through the door and now he's on the boat and like, but man, he just keeps getting like, and then there's moments where he like blinks and he's back with the doctor again, talking to the doctor. And it, it just keeps, didn't make sense a couple times when he would be talking to Dr. Harrow. It's like, Oh, what happened there? That's what my, I hypothesize that something happened in like in that time. Like that doesn't make sense to us as a viewer, viewer, like Jake Lockley had the body and was doing some shit. And then somehow he ended yeah. up back with the doctor. I mean, he definitely did at some points, right? And uh, which I actually, I I really like the all the times like the narrator gets unreliable in this show. Like I, I really liked like in the first, I don't know, the first one or first two episodes where Stephen would just like something extreme would happen and he would just like black out and everybody would be like dead around him, and be like, oh crap. And I liked it doubly so when they did it from Mark's point of view too. Yes. When when he was in control, and then he would like black out and come around and be like, "Oh man, what's that? what the hell just happened?" Um, I I really liked those moments. Uh, I thought they were I thought they were really cool. Yeah, that they scene, were well done. Like 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 just just that sense. It was it was. Uh, I mean, it was very reminiscent of like Memento in the in like the first episode. Like it made me feel like it's different, obviously. But that same like disorienting feeling of like the character suddenly finding themselves somewhere and being like, "What am I doing?" Like, the first episode where he was driving the truck, yeah, and like ends up with the like passing the cupcake truck or yep. driving the cupcake truck. Yeah, that was a, that was a really good scene. Yeah, yeah he just like keeps like part. waking up somewhere. <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm going backwards now. You know? Right, exactly. <laughs> like, yeah, um, yeah. I I, I like I I did like those moments, and then. The thing I the thing I'm curious about if we're talking about um, Mark and Stephen is like there's a pretty clear like they make it pretty clear in the show that like you know Mark created Stephen to deal with like the trauma in his life, um, and that's like a that's like an that's like a explanation I can accept in the world of television, right? Um, but where the hell did like the other like there's at least like one other and, and it's implied there may even be more, but like where do the other personalities come from then? Like I'm I'm curious to see how they handle that because I feel like that could end up being kind of disappointing in the end. I have a bigger overarching question, which is obviously this is the first show I can think of where they you know, main character, definitely Marvel universe. Like we're we're dealing with some straight up mental health things, right? And I know Oscar Isaac was a little hesitant to take this role because he was afraid that if done poorly, it would be really offensive to anybody that had mental health issues. Uh, like, how do you think they handled that? You know, multiple personality disorder is not something to fucking joke about here. And yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't have, obviously, I, I don't have disassociative identity right. disorder or like, or know anyone directly who does that I know of anyway. Um, so I can only speak with from what like I've read about not about DID necessarily, but about how this what what other people have said this show, how they've handled it. And generally, I think they said like they, you know, they got the broad strokes right. Well, that's good. More or less. I was uncomfortable. Like, 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 it. like certainly the like certainly the way in which he creates Steven like matches how these oh. things come about, like like mm. creating another 
creating another person to kind of kind of handle the the trauma and the mm-hmm. idea that basically like that other here listen to me talking as though I know what like this is all comes from stuff I've read so if I'm wrong you know I'm I'm admitting that right now this isn't me um but like from what I've read it's like yeah like you know you they they create this other um, personality to deal with the trauma. And then that other personality takes the trauma, but doesn't feel it as trauma. So it's like Steven takes the beating, but he doesn't remember it as a beating or even see it as it, like, like what he remembers is that his mother loves him. Right? right. Like, and, and Mark is spared the actual, like the actual beating. beating. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I think, I mean, my read on it is like a lot of things. Um, it is, there's some truth to it and there's some TV, they TV'd it up, right? Like, like, like they do with a lot of things. And I think, you know, it comes from, you know, I, I I think that it comes from like an earnest place where like, they're not trying to be disrespectful, but I think the, the character was, it's tough, right? Because the character was created at a time when, you know, things were less understood than they are now. And that has to be kind of dealt with and adapted. And at the end of the day, like they're also making like an entertaining TV show. Right. Um, and they have to deal with it. So, you know, I'll, I'll defer to others as far as like how offensive or not offensive it was. Um, but I think I, I feel like they at least tried to come by it honestly, or as honestly as they could. Yeah. I will say, um, since, you know, since I kind of brought up briefly the, you know, the abuse, like, I think this is probably the first MCU property that I feel like I just straight up won't be able to watch with my kids um, that I can think of. Like, I I don't know how to get like, because it's like there's other scenes like, you know, if I am forced into watching Eternals again at some point, it's like, yeah, there's a sex scene there kind of. Um, but I can always just fast forward but through that and nobody cares. Like it's not really germane to the plot at all. But like this like it. man, I must have turned that one out. I must have sent in a Steven for that one. Sex scene. I mean, you know, no, no one's like naked or anything, but like, yeah. Um, but for this, it's like this is pretty integral to the plot. Like you, you don't yeah, and it, one, I don't really know if my kids would understand it, but two, it's like, yeah, this is really it's pretty adult. It's pretty intense. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, for sure. I mean, I had trouble watching that. Yes. So. <laughs> and, 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 uh, and like all abuse is upsetting. I found this particular one really upsetting, like not way before it got physical, just the whole emotional abuse, basically the ma- manipulation and everything going on. Dude, you, you have to like tip your cap or whatever. Oscar Isaac is going to win some awards for that scene because like he's playing two characters in that scene and it's fucking wild how he's hopping back and forth between these two guys. Yeah. No, he's like yeah, wild. Really. Like, yeah, I don't know which character like better in that moment. Cause Mark is dreading what's going on and this onion being peeled back. And Steven is like finding it all out for the first time. Yeah. And crumbling wild right. fucking acting. Yeah. I didn't see it. Um, week by week but i just remember seeing like that week like spoilers but it's like and the award goes to oscar isaac for best actor after this week you know yeah no i mean he was yeah it was and and yeah like like we said all all throughout he's really incredible same episode what do you think of the hippo Nippo was great. I liked her. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she was awesome. I love. I, I love. I love that they made the choice to have that be her voice too. It's, great. Totally. it's so awesome. The thing that I really liked uh, the little touch they added, the, the, like the way she would flip her ears, yes. like the way a hippo flipped her ears, yes. was it was like so spot on and perfect. Yeah, um, I, and and her like her little bit like oh i have a card for this or like oh i don't have a card for this i don't know what's going like it was it was all the thing it struck me like for a lot of the egyptian gods like her and kansu especially like how modern they talked for beings that were like several thousand years old right um but they but they they gave them very modern sensibilities which is in retrospect it's kind of weird like does that mean like if if we got a flashback to like Kansu in the the 40s, like he would be like modern for the 40s or whatever. Like, does he always change his mannerisms and, the, and his speech patterns to like be what's modern? Maybe he does. I don't know. I just thought it was weird. I really yeah. like the affect on his voice. It yeah, was, me too. 
It was I, very I, I didn't like Bane 2.0. Yes. I didn't look for a couple episodes, but like the whole time I was like, who is this doing the oh, voice? I, was I, didn't like, look. I know this voice. Who was it? Uh, it's uh, F. Murray Abraham, um, which, yeah, which totally, totally makes sense and is and is great. Um, well, you know, F. Murray Abraham from uh, you watched Homeland, right? He was he was Dara Dahl in Homeland. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now yeah, I, I mean, he, he, yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. He's in a lot of stuff, but yeah. 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 No, he was he was great. Yeah, too. He was. Um, that's sad. I didn't really. That's where I kind of fell off was like this, like trying to get to the fields of wheat or whatever the fuck it was. was the reeds. Like, yeah. Field of reeds. Yeah. Like, I'm kind of out on this Egyptian fucking fairy tale shit. Yeah, I mean, they definitely leap into it, and I understand. It's weird, like, because like yeah. the, that's the premise they use to get to the best part of the entire show, which is Mark trying to like balance his heart or whatever gimmick right. they used for that. But the the tie into the Egyptian gods, I was kind of even when they were um, bringing it back to Ethan Hawke, you know, when they were releasing whatever, um, yeah. you know, and they had like all those other avatars in the temple or whatever i was like nah this shit's not for me <laughs> that's fair it's kind of the big it's the plot that is the plot of the show it is that's the funny thing is i love the acting i, I just didn't like the plot yeah it, it's a little hard to follow like i didn't know for for like a lot of it i didn't know are we supposed to like are we supposed to be on Kansu's side or not, right? Right. Because he's the source of, he's like what makes him a superhero, right? He's the source of his power. And, but like they, you know, imply and then talk about very heavily that he's like also manipulative and like takes advantage of people and like uses them and all this stuff. Um, and in the back of my head, I'm just thinking like, well, yeah, but like if they make more Moon Knight, like Kansu still needs to be, like they need to, do something there, right, to keep him around. It seems like where they where they've yes. le- where they're leaving it, right, is at least you know what they'll have to do at least for a little bit is that like Moon Knight basically will be separate from Mark and Steven because Moonlight is Jake basically, right? At the end, that's that's kind of where they leave it because like basically right. the the deal that they make is that he will free Mark and Steven, but what he knows and they don't know is that there's another alter ego. Who he's not freeing basically in that deal. The suit is attached to Kansu, right? It's part of his power. Yeah. It's 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 the power that he that grants. He like, all, it avatar. seems like all the gods can do that, right? Because I, I I don't know the hippo ladies, the hippo god's name, but to wear it because she also she also grants the suit, right? Right. Um, to Layla at the end. Oh, really? Um, I don't know that. All any of them can get just hand out that suit. Or, or a suit. No, no. To wear, she, cause, she, cause, she has, Layla has that suit at the end. Oh, with the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, with the wings. Super, yeah. I think it was cool. That was cool. By the way, I really, if we're talking about the suit, I really like the touch that Mark and Steven have different suits. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. That's apparently, I mean, it, it looks like it's comics accurate from what I know. Like the yeah the, the the two different suits, but I still love the way they look, and I love that Steven's suit is that. I, I think the uh, in the comics that um, that alter ego is called Mister Knight rather than Moon Knight. Oh, that's yeah, cool. The the with the, the I, suit I, wearing one. Yeah, I like their the, their little explanation where he's like, "What you said? Like summon the suit. This is like a suit. Like I'm wearing a suit. Like what do you want from me?" <laughs> it was it was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, so one I'll thing much, uh, the second sorry. time I watched it, I liked it more. Yeah, that's good. I was less I, confused. One thing that I was not the biggest fan of, and so I'm glad that like it was. I understand it, but like I think it took a, an episode too long. Maybe it was like I got tired of like Steven constantly being like horrified at Mark and like being like, I'm never going to let you back into the bo- like have control of the body like in the first few episodes. Like I got it at first, honestly, like he's grappling with this idea that there's someone else sharing his body, which he didn't realize. Um, but like it felt like it went on like a little too long. And also like I kind of felt like there were moments even in the first couple episodes where they seemed to cooperate a little more and then they'd kind of go back to that. And it was kind of like, yeah. well, this feels like backsliding a little bit. So like I was really happy once we got to about like the middle of episode three, I think or so. 
and then like from that point forward where like even if they were fighting with each other it didn't feel quite like you know, quite the same way like it felt like they were like getting some kind of relationship with each other a little more i think i agree i mean it took like it it took them a long time to kind of like sync up as it were and i get that that's where they kind of wanted to leave the first season of them like you know kind of being on the same page um, yeah on the same page as each other um but it felt like a really weird jump um and, and I think I think it was a weird jump. I think it was in episode three, but when when like Layla kept being like, "Well, I think we need Steven for this," um, or like you should let him in or whatever. And I was like, "Man, she has come around to this like from like flatly like not understanding what's going on. Like she's come around on this pretty quickly. She, like, she gets it better like, than you guys, right? Right? right yeah, exactly, right, right, exactly. Yeah, I I agree. I thought that was a little weird. And then I just tried to chalk it up. And I'm sure this is part of the reason to the fact that it's like, well, like when she was with Steven, she, I feel like she liked him. And like thought he was a nice person. And so there was like at least that part of it. Like besides the fact that it's like we need Steven here because like he'll probably be better at solving this puzzle or whatever it is. Like there was also a thing where it's like I like like like, you know, whatever's going on with you, like that Steven part of you is like kind of a part that's nice to be around. The other thing that I thought that was weird about that, and maybe this is just like me not getting at the beginning, but like, man, they really made like Steven like an Egyptologist. Like he knew like fucking everything that was going on um that i felt like they didn't really get across in those first couple episodes um like i got the sense like very much like oh this is like a hobby that he's into and he's got like time to read or whatever um but he knew like just anything you needed to know about these gods and like and figuring stuff out like he was on the fucking ball for it the first first episode um on rewatch like now i know i'm looking out for and he makes some comment about this poster being inaccurate and you're missing three of the gods and he rips them off. And I was like, oh, they were all in that fucking temple scene later. Right. It's an absurd statement for someone to make. That's like a guy that works in a gift shop at a museum. Right, right. Well, he's trying He's trying to be helpful, right? He's trying right, to right, be... Right, right, But he clearly, yeah, he clearly knows, like, is really so the... into Egypt. And, and, and I guess I didn't, like, obviously I didn't know kind of at that point what the story was. But like in retrospect, is the idea that like is is the reason he knows so much about Egypt and is studying Egypt so much because basically of like this is what the non-Mark part of Mark is doing during his spare time because he's the avatar of Kanju. Like like meaning like this, even though he doesn't know it, like the is the other part of him like studying Egyptian stuff because it's like, well, this is kind of who I am. I don't see. I don't know. Like, I don't like, like, like that it can't just be a coincidence. <laughs> like that. That no. Yeah. I don't think it is. But like, they don't really. I don't know what Stephen's life looked like before the funeral. Like, did he show up at all, or like, what had he not been like? Because part of it in the moment when like he's out in the street and it happens, like I kind of got the sense that like Mark hadn't seen Stephen in like or like since he was a kid, right? Since he left home. That's the sense I got too. At, at, at least like. It felt like, right, like just just from the little we see in that in that episode that it's like Mark consciously brings out Steven like at points where he needs that. And who knows when the last time he needed that was at that point, because he had because he had stayed away from his family for for so many years at that point. Yeah, maybe they'll fill that fill that in in later seasons. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, the later seasons thing, I guess we can get to that later. But I guess there's kind of a question about that, right? As to as to whether there will be later seasons or not, like it's they've been very it's, it's unclear. There was like yeah. a goodbye party at the end of season one. Yeah, the director and says Oscar, he didn't know. Oscar Isaac has referred to it at some point as a limited series. Like Kevin Feige has said that he would like to make more. I think at at, at like a, but that was a while ago that he said that. Oscar Isaac's only signed for one season, right? And that was kind of a condition. Like he didn't want to necessarily be tied down if he didn't want to be, but. Yeah, but none of that means there won't be more, right? right? Agreed. Like, none of it. None of it means there won't be more. But it's definitely not like a like a set in stone thing. That's all. No, but I think I think I mean maybe this is the wrong way to think about it. But for all of these like Disney Plus shows, like the Star Wars and the MCU shows, like that's my default assumption for all of them. Right? Is that like none of like none of them are intended to be like oh we're gonna and like we're gonna do five or six seasons of this show like like a, like a network TV show would right right. 
that they're all kind of you know subject to maybe there'll be a season two maybe there won't be yeah, kind of yeah. A thing. i guess I, I guess the real thing here is like will there like if there isn't a second season of moon knight like is the idea still that moon knight would appear in like future movies or or other things I kind of hope not because I actually I like him being disconnected from everything else and like I don't necessarily want him to be like hanging out with the Avengers or whatever. The I also hell. wondered how that would integrate exactly. Like, well, like it would certainly answer the question whether it was in his own mind or not. Well, that's true. Yes, <laughs> yes, it would. <laughs> the other thing I kept, I mean. I mean, there's there's so many directions they could go with this, right? Like, for all we know, this takes place, like, on a different Earth, like, that has nothing to do. Because the, the one thing that, like, stuck out to me that I didn't love was the big, like, kaiju god battle at the end. Yes, I agree. I did not like um, that. I, I would have preferred the fight to only be Layla and Moon Knight versus Harrow. Yeah, I agree. Because that was the, for two that reasons, was, that was a better fight. First of all, like period, that was the fight like yeah. worth focusing on. There was like cool stuff going on there. Yeah, right. And like, and like, what is the point of avatars if they can just fight each Absolutely. other directly? That, I was totally <laughs> wondering that. Um, but it also is it. It also brought it to the scale where like, oh, some fucking superheroes would probably show up for this if like two like, you know, two hundred foot. Um, you know, a crocodile and a bird skeleton were battling it out in Egypt. Like somebody's gonna fucking show up and check that right, out, right? Right. Like, I mean, they already had that happen a couple. Not not the crocodile and bird skeleton thing, but like you know, Kantu Kantu does like a solar eclipse, and then he and then he uh, and then he makes the sky whirl around like crazy. Yeah, it wasn't clear to me how widespread that was. Widespread um, enough. Like, the, like it might have not been the world, although I don't see how it couldn't have been the world. Um, but like. People in cities were looking up and watching it and shit. Like they, they at least in Cairo they could see and it. And in right? Cairo, yeah. right? I think that's the only place they act, yeah. like they didn't like cut Cairo, to New York. Cairo's and be like, not what the small. Fuck? Like, no, yeah, no, it's it's, it's, it's totally millions not. Millions right? of people seeing that. At, at yeah, but like the sky, like you can't do that with the sky in just one place. Like the sky's the sky, right? Like I, I don't even know how that works because you, in effect, have to be you know. Scientifically, you'd have to be have, have the, you'd have to be Superman style, having the Earth whirl around backwards. Yeah. It, so obviously, <laughs> obviously, who knows what's going on there? Right. This is definitely a conversation well grounded in science and yes. sound scientific theory of how do you turn the sky back two thousand years? <laughs> should I should I uh, should I write that down and see see if I get a Yahoo answer or whatever on that? <laughs> How do you turn the sky back two thousand years? Just ask the yeah. she'll know. Yeah, there you go. Uh, it's fucking magic. Who knows? Yeah. It could have just been like localized to you know that area or whatever. It's fair. Um, um, what else? What else do people want to talk about for this show? I feel like, like I feel like there's a lot of like little things we could delve into. We don't have to delve into all of them, but I'm 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 curious what else is standing out from you guys. I thought it was interesting. Um, so Jake, I thought it was interesting and a little weird that like in, um, the fourth or fifth episodes, they kind of hint at Jake a little bit. They show the second sarcophagus with someone trying to get out and like, they don't go to it. And that's clearly, right. that's clearly him. Um, and then I think in the third episode, there's a couple of blackouts well, where well, th- th- Mark's in control. And that's then... what I was actually going to say was like they hint at it in this epi- in like the fourth episode. But in the third episode, they couldn't make it more clear where it's like they Mark yeah. blacks out. He comes to everybody is dead. He as he's like that was like he, he starts yelling at Stephen like, why did you go crazy? And like and Stephen's like, I didn't do that. And it's like, of course, Stephen didn't do that. It's like it like. It's pretty clear at that point. So it's kind of weird that they like are so coy about it after that, where it's like, mm, like, I feel like you overplayed your hand a little bit <laughs> in that one scene, maybe. For sure. And then, and then they even really like hit it hard um, when uh, like Ethan Hawke is like, you know, sorry, Mark, sorry, Steven, and however many more of you are in there. Right. And it's like, why would he, why would he say that unless he's like talking to the audience? Right, right, right. Exactly. Yeah. Like I would have liked. I mean, as, as much as like <clears throat> in the moment, it was kind of ni- cool to see that blackout scene in the third episode. It would have been nice if that blackout was saved for the one that actually happens at the end. Like ha- they beat Arrow because of Jake, like basically like that would have been good if like that was where it happened. 
I mean, which it was where it happened, but if that was the first time we saw that really happen, like I would have liked that more. Do you think Jake has a third suit that he that looks different from the other two? Probably. Probably. Yeah. I don't know about now, because now he's like the only Moon Knight, I think, if my reading of it is correct. He's, well, he's, do you he's, think he's the only that, one who gets the suit, I guess is what I should say. Well, is Mark is Mark wearing the default suit? Or is that one that he came up with? I think Mark's wearing the like, default suit. Like, did all the previous avatars were in that suit too? I think so. Steven's the only guy that could, you know, generate a, a new, new fashion sense. Well, he was the one who was told to summon the suit and didn't know what he was talking about. Like, with Mark, <laughs> with Mark, like, Mark became, we saw when Mark becomes the avatar and, like, the suit forms itself around him. Like, I don't think he thinks about anything. Like, Kanchu gives him the suit kind of to save his life, right? Because the suit has healing powers. They, they make that clear at different times. Yeah. And so it's to save his life because he's dying of the bullets in the desert or whatever at that point. <laughs> so. What do you die from? Bullets in the bullets desert. Bullets in the desert. <laughs> Classic bullets in the desert. Situation. Feel like that calls for an Arnold accent. Bullets in the desert. Right. <laughs> Sounds like a movie that Arnold Schwarzenegger would have been in in, in the bitch. 80s. Yeah. I'm only realizing right now, because I think we said bullets in the desert or whatever, that <laughs> yeah. our last episode was Egypt based as well. Our last full episode, Death Death on the Nile. Oh uh, yeah, I guess it was. Yeah, wasn't I missed that one. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Kind of All right. Yeah. We're watching Stargate for I next, was gonna say, like, next what, episode. What, what comes next? Yeah. I didn't. I didn't hear the episode. I was. I was absent for that when I was sick. Did you guys That's like right. that movie? Maybe I just don't like Egypt movies. I don't know. I thought it was weird when Moon Knight showed up. Yeah. <laughs> I saw the movie. I just didn't get to record with you guys. Oh, uh, you'll just have to listen to the episode and find out if we liked it or not. Spoiler yeah. alert: We didn't like it. Oh, there you go. Okay. Yeah. Um. So why don't we? Um, slap some grades on this and then we can if we want to discuss anything else we can do that as we're wrapping up um willie why don't you go first this was my least favorite marvel show which we think of all the marvel shows let's see captain america winter soldier right falcon the winter soldier but yeah falcon the wheel yeah falcon the winter soldier yeah wandavision falcon wandavision Loki. loki um what if if you're counting that i didn't watch that one was it good okay I mean, it's different. It, it It's kind of hard to put that alongside the others because it's more of like an anthology kind of thingy. Yeah. I mean, it does come yeah, together I, at the end, but. I watched two episodes and I was like, man, I don't need to watch any more of this. Least favorite Marvel TV show. Doesn't mean I, didn't, I thought it was terrible. Oscar yeah, and, Isaac. And, was, and Hawkeye's the other one. And I know you love yeah, Hawkeye. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oscar Isaac was unbelievably good. I'll watch almost anything he's in. Bonus pick. Go see um, Inside Lewin Davis if you hadn't seen it. He's a really good singer. Um, three out of five. All right. Kind of. I'm giving my gripes. Yes. It's it's the Egypt shit. I was just not into it. Fair enough. Uh, Nish, what about you? Good question. What about me? Um, no, I, I liked this. Um, I, I do feel like <clears throat> there were there were some things with the execution that I feel like you could nitpick a little bit. Um, and, and I do feel like maybe it, it slowed down a little bit in the middle. Um, and we already talked about some ways in which the end could have been a little better, like specifically not having the big God fight um, going on in the middle of everything. <clears throat> um, and I'll get to other things. Like you said, we can talk more about them as we're wrapping up. But um, I guess on balance, I would give this a... Three and a half or a four? Which one? Um, I'm going to say three and a half. I like this a lot. And I feel like, you know, I, I can't say enough about how good Oscar Isaac is in this. Yeah, I think I think I'm a three and a half as well. This is not my least favorite Marvel show, although I still haven't seen Hawkeye. So the jury's still out on that one. Um, but, um, yeah, Oscar Isaac does a lot of the heavy lifting. I kind of think. It would have been better if this had been maybe five episodes instead of six. Like, I feel like they still could have tightened up the story a bit more. Um, like there, there was, there was some like, like the, the, like while he was dead part, I think could have been significantly shorter and still kind of worked. Like there was no, there was no real point to have like for them to have, for instance, like a physical battle on the ship as like, the scales were out of balance and the souls were coming. And it was like, like 
it felt like a weird thing. It's like, you can't fight this. Like, I don't even know why they're making it like a physical fight that they're having. Like, that didn't We needed seem to show that Steven is the well. same as Mark and he can fight now also. So what's funny about that is in, in the next episode, they hit the previously on and they just show like, they just show Steven kind of realizing that and then like tackling the guy and falling over. And I was like, yep, that gets the point across. Like you didn't <laughs> need to like have him like destroying all those zombies with a baseball like bat. Fucking half that episode, they should have done some backstory on Ethan Hawke's character and the other half. That's what I was going to say. I, I was going to say like what, what I would say is it still should have been six episodes but there's stuff, like you said, that they should have tightened up and then stuff they could have put in that I think would have been kind yeah. of interesting, especially about Ethan Hawke's character, because, um, yeah, because like you said, like we're not he's dead now. We're not we're not getting any more about him. So, right. Yeah, it would have been good to figure out what his deal was. Like he was like he was a compelling character. I would have been interested to hear, see more about him. Well, it doesn't mean we won't see more about him in flashbacks. Maybe. At some point. I mean, it feels like maybe we're going to move on to some other stuff whenever we see Moon Knight again, but maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I'm looking for that, uh, like, you know, that that 70s Moon Knight with, like, a young Ethan Hawke and 70s console, you know, hanging out. So one of the other things I thought, I'm, I'm generally not somebody who needs everything tied up in a, in a neat little bow, but, um, but, like, at the end, like, the the end of the show felt very sudden to me. Where it was like, yep, like one thing I was very interested to know, because it's like he goes back to the apartment and like, and he's like, oh, I can't believe you live here. And it's like, oh, they're going to have a life together. It's like, where the fuck is Layla? Like, what happened to her? Does she still have the suit? She said it was a temporary avatar. She did. She decide to keep doing it. Like, right. What's her relationship to them now? Like, like, I I feel like I would have wanted to know all of that. At least some idea as to like where because she was a pretty equal character to him like from the second episode on or so like we spent a fair amount of time with her not usually alone but at least like her and steven or her and mark and it was like really weird that at the end it was like i mean oh, we like, we're, not, the, we're not we're not gonna figure yeah. out anything that happened to her after that fight we even got the yeah, back there was like a like weird how her how they met right like in a, in a very oblique way they did but like not really right like it's like they met in some way because he was there when her father was killed like it met after that is the impression right. is yeah that, that felt like enough for me um the, the the other thing with her with her character is like they had that weird love triangle thing going on that just like i don't know what's going on with that um and then like mark and steven why is their legs still tied to the bed like and, and they have all like the anti you know sleepwalking stuff or what like the sleepwalking detection stuff still going on in the apartment like do they know something's going on or like I don't know why. I don't know why they're doing that. Like they shouldn't need that anymore, right? right? Like if they. Um, um, <clears throat> I mean, yeah. I mean, it's kind of weird. Like, I mean, I guess they just did it to do it, but it's like that's like like he find they find themselves there, right? Like when they choose, like that. That's like right after they're in the psych ward thing, and they basically choose to like live their lives, like more or less. And it's right. like oh, we're we're gonna be we're gonna go save the world, and then they wake up there, and like I, yeah, I did feel that was a little weird, where it's like. I don't know, like, like what was, what was going on there? Was, I don't know, like, is is that meant to be anything other than just like, oh, like they just find themselves here for some reason, or is it like, while they were in there, is that when like Jake was happened to be active too and was like, killing like Harrow for Kanchu and all that, like all the after credit scene? I just feel like there was a couple times in this show where they were trying to get too cute and it ended up confusing. Yeah. I, like, I unnecessarily so. It was like you you were trying to throw the viewer, and it's working. Yeah, like, so I don't like, know what the fuck is happening? Right. So, so, so <laughs> like the issue I had, like, like I mentioned this earlier, and like the issue I had with the psych ward was like, in the beginning, it it felt to me like like <clears throat> the purpose of the psych ward and everything in it was actively to convince Mark that like none of this is true, like in in somewhat of a malevolent way. Like, 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 meaning in a way that it's like, we don't want you to, like, know the truth of what's actually going on. So we're going to, like, make this seem like everything is made up and, like, very much point you that way. And, like, Dr. Harrow is very much trying to, like, get him to understand that. And then later on, 
but but wait, after, hold on. but but yeah. but who who is they? Is it him in his own head? Like, I don't fucking know. Right, like he's fucking dead. So who's they? Right, it, it's just playing a scene in his head, I guess, or his spirit world, or where the fuck yeah, he I mean, is. I mean, like, I mean, it makes I mean, no I, sense why right. he would end up there with like. I don't know, unless it's him trying to trick himself. And it's just like, right, this is- right, right, right. Which, which I mean, I guess like later on, like if, if the idea is that the, like you said, Paul, that like the, um, the psych ward is basically like his, it, it is like the psych ward basically is what Dr. Harrow says it is in some sense, in a way like, well, I guess he doesn't say yeah. that, but it's like, it's basically his way of processing his thoughts. And it's, it's him compartmentalizing what's happening. Right, right, right. And so maybe like in, in the opening scene of the psych ward, his mind is like having these doubts over whether something is real. And so this is part of his mind being like, come on, could this really be real? Is this really what's going on? You know, you're kind of messed up. Like, isn't right. it possible that like everything is is made up like the way you made up Steven and like won't really cop to it? Um. But but that yeah, where I was confused, but like I think everything makes more sense if that's the way I look at it. Is like I was thinking of it as that like something is trying to like play like a trick on him or something. And but then later on, when he's going through the memories with Steven, like the really bad memories, the traumatic memories, but before they get to the the most traumatic like the one where he basically creates Steven, they pull him back out into the into the psych ward again. And then Dr. Harold talks about it. It's like, yeah, like, I'm proud of you. Like, you've really been going through these traumatic memories. It's like, well, now it seems like it's on his side a little bit and wants him to keep, like, opening up to Steven, which is, like, what he should be doing very much. Um, so, like, yeah, I was very confused by that. But I think it made, like, now thinking about it, it makes more sense if, like, I think about it that it's like, right, no one's playing, like, no one's, that that's not any entity trying to do that to him. That is, like, his own mind talking to him and, like, his his attempt to kind of make sense his in own his head of what's going on. post-death mind play fucking with it just got a little too like what the fuck like it's like his own post-death mind is tricking him to try to stay safe right. away from bad it, memories it, that well, happened when I he mean, was alive i mean his psyche very clearly still is around right like that's he's going on that he's going on that boat to the afterlife or whatever sure. like there's right there's still part of him there right right right, right. even if his physical brain is not working right, right. yeah um have you guys did, did you guys watch um when it was on uh legion no no the yeah the show on fx no. um yeah that that's very much what the psych ward stuff reminded me of like the psych ward stuff in 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 moon knight it's kind of like imagine a show that's that more or less and that is that is legion um mm. and with no disrespect meant to moon knight i mean legion like what they do with that is pretty ridiculous like that show got kind of harder to watch i would say after the first season but like i heartily recommend watching Hmm. the first season of that show okay it's it's kind of awesome cool yeah and you like you 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 like aubrey plaza right Mm -hmm. yeah the best thing i've seen aubrey plaza in huh she's not aubrey plaza in that show just better than uh (laughs) bad grandpas or whatever the fuck she was in (laughs) i guess (laughs) sure better than bad grandpas better than grandpas yeah what is it the Dave and whoever need wedding dates or whatever. <laughs> that <laughs> like movie was funny. Yeah. Better better than those. Go with uh, Dave and Paul need wedding dates. Hey. Always. Different. <laughs> totally on a different topic. Um, have you guys been keeping track of Top Gun Maverick? <laughs> I, watched, um, I watched a thing with James Corden. James Corden. C, Corden. right? Not, yes. Yes. C. And Tom Cruise really knows how to fly these planes. I mean, does that really surprise you? It's Tom Cruise. <laughs> he goes, he goes pretty all out for every movie he does. I'm, but the the movie did like really, really well, right? Well, I'm asking because it's like I, yeah, like somebody like was like, have you seen the reviews for Top Gun Maverick? And then I looked at him, and it's like everybody really likes this movie and thinks it's really good. Really? And I was not expecting that. I thought it'd be total garbage. So, no, like it, it, it Rod tomatoes gives it 97%. Holy yeah. Shit. And it's, and it last I looked, it was an 80 on Metacritic. Yeah. It's, it's yeah, it is getting very, very good reviews. So I was like kind of floored. Like I was like, huh, I'm going to end up seeing this movie. It looks I guess like. so. Yeah. <sighs> 
finally the 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 vehicle to rehabilitate Miles Teller's career. That's right. I didn't know Miles Teller's career was uh, off the rails. I just assumed from the Fantastic Four. Um, <laughs> um, no, I like I I'm kind of surprised because I would have thought like this it would totally come in as like you know one of these I don't, I don't know what they're whatever they're calling them like these you know time delayed sequels and I'm like it's probably not going to be that great even if it is a Tom Cruise one like I don't know it it I really liked the original movie for like what it was like I used to watch it a lot when I was younger um and right. even I wasn't not that excited for this movie right. but and, apparently and, and, like people were crazy right. about it and and that's what I was going to say was like it's kind of a thing where it's like yeah I um, I also am someone who has watched Top Gun a million times when I was younger and like this feels like it's probably from you know if you know if 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 I feel the same way that most critics seem to feel, which who knows, um, but like feels like this will be a better movie because like I would never say Top Gun was a great movie, like like you said, it's really it's fun for what it is, and it's not a bad movie, but like this actually seems like it might be a good one. I don't know. I don't even know what that would look like, but right. it, well, it makes me very curious. Yeah, from, from what it sounds like, I think it grapples like it, it uses it uses the aging of the character to its advantage a lot. Like it grapples with like, you know, basically like dealing with, you know, kind of like forced shit, retirement. <laughs> well, shit, shit you've done in your life and how you can kind of like, you know, maybe make that up by like kind of, you know, getting getting the next generation of people to like not make the same fuck ups you did like that kind of thing. Cool. A little bit. I guess I'm going to see it. Yeah. I was just looking up how old Tom Cruise is. I'm assuming that this movie he has to is, be, he's, he's got to be over 60, doesn't he? No way. Really? Uh, he has his 60th birthday party, uh, birthday party, his 60th birthday coming up. Okay. We'll be so invited yeah, to his birthday 60. party. <laughs> Uh, well, Paul, you know, Paul, Paul, Paul was invited because he knows when it is. He's I wasn't supposed to. Sorry, I wasn't supposed I to. Tell you surprise! Guys. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> damn it. Sorry about that. Sixty, uh, eh? Yeah, yeah. Cool. He's got it together for a sixty-year-old. Yeah, he does. He's in good Probably shape. What happens when you donate all that money to Scientology? <laughs> Probably. You think that's why he's got it together? Uh, yeah. Scientology works. Totally. Yeah. This is all sure, why not? This is all Xenu helping him. That's right. <laughs> but yeah, I was like I was really surprised to see that and I was like, all right, Top Gun Maverick. Because yeah, definitely definitely when they had announced it and it's like, oh, they're doing this, and it was kind of a thing where it's like, I don't know. <laughs> Assuming this is not available for the the Streaming the direct to home video path. No, I, I, no, I, it's only I mean, this movie is crushing it in the theaters right now. So yeah. <laughs> um, I still want to see yeah. Doctor Strange. Yeah, me too. Still haven't seen it as of. Yeah, as me of, too. Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> on that note, <laughs> on that note, that's. <laughs> the incredible downer of we haven't seen the most recent MCU movie, yeah. whatever. <laughs> Pit, pity us. Uh, um, did we get any any uh, feedback, Nish? Nope. Not none. Nope. You sure? Yep. Well, it doesn't sound like us, but okay. No, I got feedback. Um, I was told oh, that yeah. I need I need to not eat cereal during the show. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I got feedback too. I was told not to leave incredibly long gaps where we don't put out episodes between episodes. Uh, see, I'm quietly and slowly training you to just take the reins <laughs> on this. Yeah, I see how that's happened. <laughs> put that person up to that feedback. Thank you, whoever you were, whoever you was. <laughs> but if someone did want to send us feedback, and let's say they, for the sake of argument, they didn't know us personally to be able to, to deliver us directly, how would they send that to us? Nish? They could yell really loud, and if they yell loud enough, we might hear it. That's true. That's it. That's the only way to contact us. I, I mean, that's kind of true for everything, but in yes, this case, yes, it's, it's um, true. I suppose they could email us as well, and you can email us at talktopodflix at gmail.com. And that is another way that you get to us. We have proven in past episodes that we will read your email, we will discuss it, and then we will go on a 20-minute tangent about something else. <laughs> Guaranteed. 
Your email has been acknowledged. Now let's talk exactly. about this. <laughs> yep, pretty much. Now that is service. Yep. Uh, you could also uh, find us on Twitter at Podflix. At Podflix, yep. yep. That is another way you could yell at us. You could yell at us in a social media kind of way. Oh, man. A lot of people do that. <laughs> yeah, on I was going to say that's mainly what social media is for, isn't it? Yelling at I us. Think so. <laughs> Yelling at us specifically. <laughs> <laughs> Yelling at us, or the, um, I think it's the, the Brazilian podcast called Podflix. Oh, that's right. Uh, sometimes people yell at us in Portuguese for that. <laughs> that's right. I don't know what they're saying. Have they put any episodes out lately? I don't think so. No, I don't right? think so. I, I don't. I don't I think. Like I don't think there's that's a still a going concern. Yeah. We're waiting for you to mix yeah. them, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> we are once again the 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 reigning podcast called Podflix. Hey, Good job. We us. did it. <laughs> the Brazilian Podflixers are like. We have 58 episodes in the can. <laughs> you say we surrender. How come they're Portuguese? not putting them out? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not doing a Portuguese accent. That is an accent I do not know how to do. <laughs> Paul, hit it. <laughs> Hard pass. My name's Julia Childs, and I'm Portuguese. <laughs> that was at least three bad accents. <laughs> It was a terrible Julian Childs, terrible Brazilian accent, and I don't even know. And I let's assume you insulted somebody else with that. Accent. I was just, <laughs> I was just trying to do Julia Childs. 